<laughs> All right. You ready? Okay. Yep. Hi, I'm Angela. And hey, I'm Taylor. And this is a line after hours. Okay, let's knock it off. We don't sound like that. Yeah, we don't sound like that at all. I don't love that. Let's just talk like we would talk after one of your line experience classes. It was after one of those classes that we decided, why not join one of the millions of other podcasts out there and share these important topics? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? So grab your favorite drink or blanket and cozy up with us. We're just chatting after hours. That sounded kind of good, I think. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah, I think that was definitely better. Do we want I to think, try again? I think we should leave this part in. What part? This part. Were... <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I think that sounds good. Yes. <laughs> Add the snort in too. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Okay. Do you want to take one like, more? Yeah, they'll be like, that intro was about 17 minutes long. Now, we might lose people in the first 10 seconds so <laughs> okay hey Angela hey Taylor <laughs> it's been a shit show Woo-hoo! <laughs> but we're still here <laughs> aye, aye, aye. sometimes you know it's you just know, not seamless it makes sense for this kind of week. So I think we both had have had some shit going down and it only makes sense yeah. that, the sh- that the shit has appeared in this moment <laughs> as well. Grab the toilet paper. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's anyway. all good. It's all good. We're here now. And how sure. are you? We sure are. Um, I'm great. Better now that I'm talking to you. That's good. Yeah. And we've also done this 27 <laughs> times at this point. Um, but I don't think people can tell that. I think we sound really natural. No, so we could play it. Okay. <laughs> I could play it cool, but I never do. <laughs> no one wants to be cool. It's fine. <laughs> you know, you be you. It's like that when somebody compliments your sweater and you're like, I got it for $5. And you're like, why did I have to tell them that? I don't know. It's an honesty thing it's not a bad thing true right. we've been we've we're on take several at this point yes yeah <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a winner though i can feel it oh i can feel it too it's it's got to be good after this <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into it let's please because we have been in it and let's get into it for real this time yes okay so i think that we should be basing this episode on a John Mayer song. Mm. Hear me out. Okay. It's called Your Body is a Wonderland. Oh, I know that one. (laughs) Classic. Were you worried it would be that running down the halls of my high school? What what is that one called? I don't know. If I'm honest, I, I don't know that many John Mayers, but I do know Your Body is a Wonderland. Okay, classic. I think it was written... This is actually weird because I just mentioned this person's name last night and I probably haven't said it in like 20 years. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm so excited I, that you said it. I was No way. <laughs> yeah. Really? You were you were making a face like anticipatory. I was ready for it. Yeah. Cuz ah! yes, I believe that was about her. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's true. Um did you watch Party of 5? You know, 
I never have, but I feel like that's one of those things that like is on like Hulu or something at this point now. And like, maybe I should go back and rewatch all of them. It's like Melrose Place. I never watched that. But I think we're just like slightly too young for those shows. Oh, okay. I think like if we had been a couple years older, those would have been like the jam. Oh, okay. So we probably didn't intentionally miss it, but it might be interesting to listen or watch it back. It could be. Yeah. But oddly enough. So last night we were watching the Patriots game and the quarterback, I'll spare you too many football details, but the quarterback, the replacement court, whatever, he's not supposed to be playing, but he is. His name is Bailey. His first name is Bailey. And they asked him, oh, is that like a family name? How did you get that name? And he said, no, I was named after the Party of Five character. Oh, no. (laughs) Scott Wolf plays a guy named Bailey, apparently, in that show. I don't know. So this professional football player is old enough that he was born when his parents watched Party of Five and now he's a grown-up professional football player and that's Yeah, so me out I mean, bit. well, he's a, he's kind of a he's a young guy cuz he's he's pretty fresh out of college. He may be this may be his first year in the league. I think that's accurate. So that would make him what? Maybe 23? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's a uh, that's a choice. That's a choice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know what? He proudly tells people that. So yeah, good can, for him. Can, can you picture who Scott Wolf is? The actor. He's got yes. like very cute dimples. Yeah. Yes, I can picture him. Yep, I can picture the hair mostly because you know I watched um, uh, that Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Classic. And he's got the the those couple strands of hair. Okay, was, you know that, that was the of, look. Yeah, because yeah. you know, Justin Bieber's thing was like the bang flip. But the early, like the 90s thing was that those couple strands of like gelled hair. (laughs) Like almost like, you know, it was an accident. These strands got left behind on purpose. Because it always like when they kind of glance a certain way, it just kind of like falls across their forehead. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cute. Yes. Um, But anyway, last night, my husband was like, I don't, what is Party of Five? I don't remember that. And so I pulled a picture of the cast and I was like, oh my gosh, Nev Campbell was in it. Jennifer Love Hewitt and so mm-hmm. I was like huh look at that oh yeah it's appropriate that she's back today good I'm glad <laughs> I knew her just real quick and then we can go on to the actual topic I knew her when she was a child actress in Kids Incorporated which was Ooh! like a, the kids sing show classic yep. yes I remember her on that because in that show she just went by Love Hewitt like no Jennifer no Jennifer oh, excuse me because I remember being like, Love Hewitt. Whoa, what a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> she must be cool. Is Love her middle name or? I think it must be. Yeah, I think mm. it must be. I don't know. Well, I've never Wikipedia'd her, actually. So we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to investigate <laughs> that after to find out the official name. Where is she now? Was she on that show Charmed? She's been in a few shows, honestly, I think. She mm-hmm. was in like a few of those. She's had a pretty steady career. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, like, yeah, she was on Charmed, I think. Also with Nev Campbell? I don't know. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. It wasn't Buffy, the vampire slayer. Who is that? That was Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, okay. She's not in that, but she does have three names. Okay, we should really move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so back to John Mayer. <laughs> um, I just thought we could explore this um, concept that you and I were talking about earlier before we logged in for the first time. Sure. Um, it was hours ago. Dates. <laughs> um just that this this concept of 
our bodies have this innate way of healing that I think we have gotten so far removed from. Like we just, it's almost like we have bought into this concept that we need others outside resources for healing when really our body knows. Yeah, I think it's a really wild realization, honestly, because I think we are kind of uh, taught that we do need and you know, sometimes, yes, there does need to be external support, of course. But, of course, yeah. you know, as far as just like day to day, like our, because I was thinking about that this morning, as I was mentioning to you, like, I kind of had this weird realization of like, healing how my body has healed from different things. And it's like, holy fuck, like, how? Cool. I didn't do anything. It's just like, it takes time, of course. And it takes, you know, but it's like, it just does these amazing things. And I'll share, and it's probably gross for people. Maybe <laughs> it's too gross, but I'll just share that I'm in the process right now of losing two toenails. Oh, God, I hate it. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty not great. And, um, <laughs> but in the same way, it's fascinating to kind of watch it re- redo itself. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, don't even get me started. Like, speaking of that, speaking of taking care of our bodies... I have hiked, done a hike for 200 miles, didn't even get a fucking blister because I had good shoes. I wore this new pair of sneakers twice and my fucking both toenails are about to fall off from being pressured. So fucking wear good shoes. It is worth it. (laughs) Don't mess around with your feet. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. That's one of my things, teeth and toenail. Okay, we're going to just, we're going to go right past it. Keep going. Um, Sorry to hear that. But it's okay. (laughs) It's it's healing. It's healing. And it's just amazing to see and then even reinforcing that I'm just like why do I sometimes put my body in things that don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I not, know. Ne- not necessary no I went to an event last week where I had to wear a little bit I didn't have to goodness gracious but I chose to wear a little bit of a heel mm-hmm. and it's interesting now that I you know when I was younger I would put on shoes like that pretty frequently but now I just don't I'm either in my you know whatever Birkenstocks or I just don't like shoes but anyway um <laughs> I was gonna say you're like a you're a barefooter oh I I freaking hate it yeah. hate to I just like my feet they just want to live they want to yeah. breathe but anyway um don't cage them yeah exactly but it was it was kind of interesting because I was like oh my gosh I can feel my calves tightening and shortening I can feel my feet feeling suffocated and I was just like this is not the life I was meant to live, you know? No. And it's, yeah, like, to what end? I just don't have the patience for it anymore. No. I'm like, rock either. on. Someone was telling me recently that they know someone who, who does everything in heels. Like, she even cooks dinner wearing high heels. And you know what? That makes her feel like a rock star. Like, you do you. But I'm going to be over like, here with my toes out. I think it's the thing is if it, for me, it's, does it feel comfortable does Mm -hmm. it feel gentle I'm a big gentle like I need Mm. things gentle and that feels that sounds kind of weird to describe like clothes or um shoes I guess but I need support not crunching and clenching and Mm -hmm. tightening I think this means we're getting older (laughs) (laughs) I think I think it means we're getting more maybe it's I think it's just an accepting of An, a deciding that we are more important than how we feel is more important than how it looks correct and we're getting <laughs> wiser yeah 
It's knowledge. I think. And knowledge think. is power. Yes. But going back to our bodies, well, not that we've gotten off that topic, but I have recently wanted to throw my television out the window. Mm. Because one thing, if you're watching Netflix or whatever, but if you're watching cable TV, the sheer number of prescription drug commercials that are on is sickening. It, yes. it, it should be illegal. This is a whole other subject. It's terrible. But I, I, I feel like I hope people start to wake up to the fact that that is what's driving kind of this point of view that as a society we've taken on, which is that we are not in control of our bodies because there's a lot of money being poured into the fact that they want us to not believe in that, right? Because yeah. we need to believe we can only do it with whatever weird drug name we see on television. And whether it's a, you know, like a prescription thing or the aisles and aisles of products that are supposedly mm. going to make us look better, smell better, feel better, yeah. anything. It's just like, the fuck? Yeah, it goes on and on. It's right? overwhelming. Like, yeah, the fitness industry, the diet culture, yeah, food companies. I mean, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, I mean, it's like for miles, for miles, these aisles. Aisles for miles. Oh my god! We yeah, just turned, we just turned Susie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. I think it's like I've noticed over the years. I mean, less and less. Like, I don't. Why am I buying this? What product is this? Why do I? Why were? The, why are there so many products? Mm-hmm. What yeah. do I need these for? So it's right. it's a pretty minimal uh, uh, scope right now. Well, yeah, and if you think, this is what I try to do. I always try to think back, like, who's the first one that thought this? Okay, so let's, like, look at deodorant. Mm. Somewhere along the way, we, we all used to smell, right? Like, sure. And by smell, I mean just, like, our natural human scent. We still do, by the way. Of course we do. We just cover it up. <laughs> yeah. But one day someone was like, you know, I bet people would buy something. You know what I mean? Like, and they just started, like, planning and the next thing you know, it's like, you know, probably a multi-billion dollar industry yeah. to convince people that their natural odor is disgusting. That's weird. Yeah. It's an interesting thing we've uh, decided to do for our physical appearance, not so much related to our physical feeling. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to elaborate? I feel like you want to... <laughs> No, but I think that's like, it's like the same, but kind of different. And again, it's like, who are we doing? Who, what are we using all these products for? Is it to look attractive? Is it for other people? Or is mm-hmm. it actually for ourselves? And only we know the answer to that, obviously. Um, but I think those are the moments that's like, okay, do I need to buy 20 hair products? Do I need 50 hairbrushes of different style, like different curling styles or whatever? It's like, for who? I know. Yeah, I know. And you know what, like, we've talked about this before, it's like to each his own. If like, it makes you feel great to like get up and use 50 different types of hairbrushes to do your hair, right. like, you keep doing that. Like you, right. you do that. But you know, going back to like deodorant for a second, it's like, we've also been convinced that these things like, it is really important for us to sweat. It's literally how toxins leave the body, right? And we're like, you know what, in order to smell good, Let's put on our sweat glands something that's going to go ahead and clog that up. And, and now we think like armpit sweat is bad. It's like, what? We need that. It's, it's your body doing its thing. 
that it naturally wants to do and then we block it and then it'll find a way to do it some other way like it'll yeah. find something Get but it's, yeah it's just uh and I know we were talking kind of even about like healing after you know like a broken bone or some kind of uh event a surgery or whatever the kind of thing could be and it's just like it's amazing what our bodies are capable of in terms of like just staying together yeah like isn't it wild that like you can go have like your gallbladder removed let's say and your body's like okay we will readjust yeah it's like huh we will, we will heal the spot where you were cut into mm-hmm. what yeah it's amazing yeah it, it really, really is. is it really is every every little piece of it's amazing that anything is functioning is actually amazing yeah right your blood is constantly regenerating you're taking thousands of breaths a day your heart's pumping you know for the most yeah. part without any of us having to ever think about it it's it's cool yeah it is cool and i think we had kind of said you know like there are these moments in a day when maybe like in a class or something where we can bring some focus to that and a lot of times we're often most people are lucky enough to not even have to think about it or notice it mm-hmm. but it's really incredible to actually sit and just like feel shit like pumping around your body yeah yeah it's wild and you know I don't know about you but I think well based on what I do for a living I mean I think about how the body works often it would be weird if I didn't (laughs) what is this yeah just like is that a foot is that a hand I don't know um although sometimes I do get confused but anyway um yeah I just think sometimes we don't really appreciate or are aware of how the body works until it's not working properly. Mm, That's a fair point. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Cause I know, I mean, I had hand surgery um, a long time ago now that I'm thinking about it. Jesus. Uh, Probably when party of five was on. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my early, no, I think I was in, it was after high school. So I was like probably 18. So I had hand surgery when I was like 18 and my hand was stuck in like a claw for mm. several weeks. And when they took it up, I mean, I couldn't move my fingers. I couldn't do, it was, you know, you lose all mobility in that yeah. kind of thing. Just like with any, as soon as you stop using something, you just, it's incredible. I mean, I had to go to physical therapy to be able to touch my thumb to my pinky, to my ring finger, to my middle. Like this was hard. I remember like looking at my hand and just like touch. Yeah, <laughs> do like, it. Ah! But you, it just the muscles and the in the brain stuff it's just but then it did and then it learns again and it's just it's crazy how but I can see also it can be very frustrating it's slow because it's it's very complicated what it's doing Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before but you know I have multiple sclerosis I don't like to talk about it and it's not in like a denial kind of way but it's just more in like I don't want to feed it I don't want to give it attention but it feels very relevant to me in this moment mm-hmm. and and that can be what what you just described can be what happens if I'm having a flare-up where it's like my proprioception is off you mm-hmm. know and so um you know it's always different but there can be moments of like you know suddenly I'm off balance or, or whatever it is, or my brain is not making the connection of like, my foot is taking this step mm-hmm. and things like that, like are really scary. Like to your point about, you know, I, I'm looking at my hand, I know what I want it to do, 
and, and my, my body says, no. Yeah. It's real trippy. Yes, it is. For our brains, it's real trippy. Mm-hmm. Cause we're watching it and it, it's like, we're, it's like, we're seeing something, but we almost can't believe that it's not, why isn't it doing the thing I'm saying to do? Right. But yeah. it's very complex how all of that happens. Totally. And I know that's hard in, and like we've kind of chatted about with some stuff uh, from this last week. I mean, like pain is such a thing. I know you've described and you don't have to go into any detail, but like when you're having a flare up, like the pain that you can feel and stuff and how that again is like how our bodies can give us these signals and what do we do with them? Are we mm-hmm. gentle with them or do we try to push through it? Or mm-hmm. it's, it's really important to try to listen to that stuff, but it's hard. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It doesn't come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I can look back and see even just like the onset of my disease, like the first time I know, I didn't know at the time, but the first time I know I had a, a flare up, I had been through a tremendously difficult time in my life. You know, I was in my early twenties and, um, you know, lost my dad and just like this, you know, a lot of crazy stuff had happened. And, and my body was, was responding to that. And the, the kind of cool thing, if you think about it this way is your body is always trying to keep you safe. Mm. So what, what it can be perceived as deception, cause I thought about that for a long time. Like, you know, there I was owning a dance studio. My job is, and still is, is literally to move my physical body. And now my body is what it seems like is pre- betraying me, mm-hmm. but actually it was saying, you know what, we can't handle this stress right now. And we need you to slow down. And if you're not going to listen <laughs> to these subtle whispers, we're going to come at you from another angle, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really hard shift to make, but that's like a really beautiful way to, to think about how your body's trying to protect you mm-hmm. and that, because that is what it's trying to do. It's trying to survive at yeah. all. It will fucking do anything. I mean, yeah. to get your attention or to stop something or, anything like that it's it is it overrides our logical brain right right exactly yeah yeah and I mean you know if you think about you know I'm not sure how much you or anyone else listening knows about MS but essentially um lesions form in my brain and spinal column or can by the way I've healed some of those just want to that should be the focus but anyway mm-hmm. So your brain, because you have this scar tissue built up, it has to reroute the messages in a different way, which is friggin' cool, right? Like that, that my brain says like, oh, I mean, if, you know, the spinal column is a different thing because it's a small thing and it doesn't have anywhere else to go. It's where people can get in trouble. But your brain is like, okay, you know, roadblock, we're going to take this detour over here so we can get your arm to move or whatever it is. And it's just like, again, like you know, how adaptable we are. Mm-hmm. Neat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think too many people would look at it like that. I'm saying it out loud. No, but I think it's, uh, I, again, it's, it only matters if it makes, however it makes sense to you. And I think that sounds, I mean, that's amazing. And I think it is cool to think about how our brains can, it's like, you know, like a river in a thing, you know, it's going this way and then there's a tree blocking it. So it re finds, it finds another little gully to get through mm-hmm. to get what it, what it's where it's going but it is I think that kind of stuff like to your point in healing that and I know you've done you do things in your way for a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. and that's what's amazing honestly with how you kind of are with this but like how 
that I think doesn't get a lot of um, focus and it should because it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, last time I went to the neurologist, I, it took me a few days to recover. Honestly, it was, wasn't very helpful or supportive for me. Um, my treatment there, but anyway, um, and it's nobody's, well, whatever, I'm not even going to elaborate. Um, I was just going to like stick up for the doctor and I was just don't need to do that. But like a few days later, I was like, wait a minute, she should be asking me questions. Like, how do you feel so good? How are you so mobile? What are you doing? What are you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know, kind of like, screw you, man. Like I should be your case study. Yeah. But I think, I think it's really hard for people to see things outside of the, of a textbook sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... just like, this is how it always goes and this is how it goes and this is what we do and da da da. Yeah. But there's every body is different. Yeah. But she's like, Oh, you don't know if you don't listen to me, you're not gonna, you know, here's what all the terrible things that are going to happen to you. And I'm like, peace. Mm. Yeah. Um, that- yeah, I think it's I I mean, you know, your body more than anyone else ever would or could. So, yeah, I agree, because I know I've had situations where people have said different things. And I just know I just knew it wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. knew it wasn't right for me. So yep. you can't force me to do something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I don't I think I think it's important. Like the, this last flare up I had last Christmas. Um was actually, I think, like my greatest teacher, because I really have since then incorporated some real healing methods into my life mm-hmm. on a consistent basis, not just when yeah. I'm in trouble, you know, that's the thing. Because I, yeah, I think it's that healing stuff or that gentleness when you're not in the middle of the pain, mm-hmm. whatever, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain for anyone's things. But like, yeah, I think that seems to have been really supportive and you kind of discovered some stuff that maybe you didn't do before that now felt good. So all that stuff is like always open too. like maybe something didn't feel good five years ago, try it again. And it's like, Oh, this feels supportive now. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right yeah. now. I just want to live in my bathtub and have yeah. all the Epsom salts. <laughs> Amazing. I can do it then. <laughs> right? I never put myself on any kind of timeline for something like that. When I find something that feels good, I don't, I don't care how weird it looks. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how often I need to do it. I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. Don't question it. No, I don't question it. I don't try to explain it. I don't need to justify it to anyone. It's just, it feels right. And I can Mm -hmm. feel it's like, to, to your point, like I think at the beginning, the kind of thing with like our nervous system, like if our nervous system is calmer, everything flows better. Yeah. Our breath, our blood, our everything. Yeah. And I don't think, we're supportive enough, you know, in general as people of our nervous systems. And we now live in a world that is like so fast paced and we are constantly under stress. And I don't think we even think about it. It's like you get in your car and you leave your driveway and that you are stressed. Yeah. Whether or not you're aware of it. Yeah. You're kind of in defense mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, have you seen the drivers out there? <laughs> 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 it's a scene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I ever get in the car and drive more than five minutes where I'm not like, are you serious? <laughs> See, I don't find that too often for me. Really? But, 
I know that's a thing for you. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the actually dry, getting out of your street is a little stressy. Ooh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, we live off of a very busy road that people it might as well be Route 95 the way people drive on it. It's scary. Yeah, like it's hard actually to pull out from there for sure. So I could see you not getting far before there's a a feeling. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Sometimes I go like a real long back way just to avoid having to do that but yeah that makes sense that's probably a good idea more because i'm fearful of my life that's fair it's fair Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. even that is your instinct telling you let's just try a different way it's a little bit longer but that's okay take care of your nervous system and go the back way we don't need to peel out of here (laughs) forget (laughs) risk like two seconds on either side getting crashed into here no no my method is like i'll just wait if it takes me like a half an hour, I'll, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Or I just go the other direction and then pull into a street a few things down and then turn around. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think John Mayer was right. Yes, yes, he was. About our bodies and about Jennifer Love Hewitt. She's beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>